0: hey guys what's going on welcome back to the pod at theory and theology wanted to talk about kind of a fun movie another spoiler alert this one's actually fun though um it's called you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah um, you are so not invited to my bot mitzvah. It says it's number one in movies today uh, on Netflix top 10. And um, it says BFF's Stacy and Lydia are both planning epic bot mitzvahs, but it all unravels when a popular boy in middle school drama threatened to ruin everything. Now, uh, this movie has Adam Sandler, but the star of the movie is actually not really Adam Sandler. Um, the the main character is actually the young daughter. <clears throat> There's a middle-aged daughter, not middle-aged, but an older daughter, and then a um a mother. Um, so I think uh, what were their names? Sadie and I don't I don't remember their names but I think it's the actual Sandler family like they it was all their last names were Sandler so unless that's some kind of coincidence (laughs) like I don't really know much about Adam Sandler like married has kids whatever but I think all the three ladies uh the mother the and the, and the two daughters, you know, were all his family members, so that's kind of interesting uh, to see, and so basically the story is, you know, there's this uh, girl coming of age, um, I guess she's about to turn 12 or 13 or so to have her bat mitzvah, She's in middle school, she has a group of friends that, you know, they're not, like, the dorkiest of the geeky group, but they're kind of, like, a little too geeky for the popular kids to kind of not make fun of them. Um, And, you know, the main character, over time, you you know, the issue with this boy gets a little weird because she initially starts... She initially has trouble speaking to him because of her crush. And then, um, you know, um, I guess they go to Hebrew school together. And there's this weird uh, cantor guy that, you know, he sings songs and plays guitar. And then uh, the rabbi is a woman. And, you know, she's a little quirky and enthusiastic but firm when she needs to be and basically you see this whole story where you know it's like a uh I would say it's maybe like a a secular I don't want to call them secular like I don't know they're like a very modern um, Jewish family I don't know they don't state like what uh, what sect or denomination they are I don't know if people say denomination when they're talking about Judaism but you know they're proud to be Jewish and you know it sounds like they go to temple put their kids in Hebrew school and you know are you know in a culture um with their their with their culture um but it's not like like the movie like the series or any of those other movies like unorthodox where they're like super ultra strict um so it is kind of nice to see a movie where it's like this other side of judaism where it's like comedy and fun and um kind of uh like quirky and like humorous but um you know that's kind of the point you know Adam Sandler's like comedy you know so most of the stuff he's in isn't only serious like but you know there's a lot of thinking points to it as well which is what I I like um like it's not a very deep movie but you can kind of take take from it um and you know the main character gets a little carried away with her anger and things like that and you know to the point where you know she does do some things that aren't very nice and then you know she's supposed to make her best friend's bat mitzvah entrance video she ends up taking this uh her mom ends up going on her daughter's computer and sending that video to um to her bestie's mom and she like assumes it's ready and sends it um and that was a mistake because it was a a video of like I guess she had all these embarrassing clips that her and her bestie had taken over the years where they're like you know they're stuff with farts and boogers and you know all kinds of stuff that you don't want like you wouldn't want that like video footage out at like a a formal event where it's like your coming of age event where you're in the spotlight and it's like, oh, here's this compilation of embarrassing uh footage. And she did try to stop it. She did ask, hey, can the video be stopped or whatever? Like after she realized, oh, this is the one that I made, um, she went to try to stop it, but for some reason they didn't stop the video. Um and so her bestie goes running out and you know um the main character has her own bat mitzvah and then it's a whole thing of like you know she does her her haftarah portion and it's kind of like up there you know uh doing what she needs she does the prayer and starts doing the portion and um you know but you know she gives a speech like in between that about you know being a being a woman and or being an adult and you know she's kind of just calling everything out like how you know she and this bestie of hers had this issue with this boy and how he's kind of a jerk and how you know um you know the the popular girls how they're kind of jerks and like she's kind of like mentioning that you know because she's uh because she's now going to be an adult she's like you know I made some mistakes and she was like I want to go and like try to like apologize before I finish this ceremony and they're like no 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 go finish the ceremony first and then they let her kind of run off to go kind of try to make amends um because the bat mitzvah party was going to be that night and then she wanted her bestie she basically had arranged to make it I guess it was like the surprise ending That I'm just spoiling the whole thing anyways though but yeah she makes it so that the um so that the the bat mitzvah um is dedicated the party's dedicated to the theme and the desires of her bestie so her bestie shows up and it's actually like a redo of her bat mitzvah entrance at the party because hers got messed up and so yeah it was you know during that time you know a lot of their friends were having their bar and bat mitzvahs and so they would go and it sounds like a lot of them were going because uh, they were all like in that same age range um, and so um, based on what portion they had to read you know like I don't know if it goes by birthdays I never understood um, how it's decided which portion a person reads because um, usually every every week In Jewish culture there's a portion of the Torah that gets read Um, so during the week you know it's kind of broken up depending which Bible you look at it's it can be kind of broken up um, for like um, you know I think her portion was like Ketisa or something like that it has to do with like some sacrifices or something along those lines and then I think you know there's another guy on on YouTube that I used to follow um uh Heshe Fried, and he's kind of like comedic about his religion uh Jewish guy it's called his uh channel is called From Satire F R U M S A T I R E but he was um He stopped recording quite a long time ago, but every so often I'll go back to watch his videos. He does kind of like, like almost like a stand-up style about like Jewish culture and kind of like makes people laugh. Um, Like because he, at that time, he was actively a practicing Jew, so he was kind of like laughing at his own. He wasn't really, um, you know, uh, and I learned a lot from it because I was studying Jewish culture and I was like, oh cool like the way that he would put in different words and stuff like it was like Hebrew or Yiddish words and I'd be like oh like what does that mean like what's a stender what's a what's a bencher what's a you know what's a strimal like what you know like there's different words and I was like oh like I it was kind of easier to kind of like remember them because he was putting it into like context you know um so that was I found it pretty interesting like i wasn't trying to like laugh at jews or anything i was just kind of like curious about it and like i could see why people would find it humorous Um, i like i like religious humor but i know it is kind of sensitive it's like but i feel like when someone's actively doing comedy about their own culture they want people to laugh you know what i mean um they're trying to be humorous and i don't feel like anything he was saying was like hurtful he wasn't like laughing at people or anything like that um and he was part of a really religious group and so i don't know i feel like around the time when he was maybe gonna get married or engaged or something that's about when he stopped recording um i don't think there was any goodbye or like this is my last recording um but i think his website from net. i think it was still up at least for a while so i don't really know if he's still running that but anyways um yeah it was just it was just kind of interesting but yeah like I kind of like you know um it seems like there is a part of Jewish culture that you know gravitates toward comedy I've noticed that about um what I've learned about Navajo culture too it sounds like they kind of gravitate towards comedy as well sometimes like not like professional stand-up necessarily but it's like if you think of the amount of like professional stand-up like Jewish comedians that there are you know there are quite a lot of them um and actors and things too and it's just very interesting um I do think it is part of the culture um and I know sometimes people can be really sensitive about things like usually the reason why something is funny is because it's somewhat like rude or offensive or like you know a sensitive topic that somebody just like mentions and that's part of a lot of times it's part of what makes somebody laugh and so it's like you know joking about periods or joking about you know erections or joking about I'm not saying that the religious groups are all doing that but I'm just saying like um you know they would joke about stuff and so yeah um so yeah, this movie was interesting. Um it, I found it funny or interesting how the main character said, um, you know, that she's not an adult until, you know, she actually understands that like she isn't supposed to put herself in front of her friends uh and she needs to be more considerate of people and things like that. That's what makes her an adult. And then it was kinda interesting today. I was listening to um Living Lahaim. I was listening to one of the financial podcast episodes and it was interesting to me that that episode somewhere in there the guy being interviewed was uh saying kind of the same thing like like, you know, somebody he says like a bar mitzvah boy going up and you know with this squeaky voice saying like today i'm a man and he's like no like you're actually a man when you um i don't remember what he said actually <laughs> but he was just saying like like there's certain responsibilities you know cuz he was talking about finances and like how people need to be responsible financially um and in places like new york that's really expensive to try to do and you know he's talking about like now more than ever people are gonna need to have a method of kind of tracking their money because even though in years before it was maybe easy to get into debt and nowadays it's not that easy to just like roll up into debt and then have to like try to get yourself out of it um like there were times before where it was like okay I can catch up you know but nowadays it's not so much like that so um but yeah like I found the movie to be funny it was interesting um I don't tend to watch a lot of movies with like kids and them like middle school age high school age kids or like uh not so much like so I kind of liked it um I liked it because I like Adam Sandler kind of and because I like you know Jewish culture so I kind of liked uh seeing that and I guess maybe some things that I kind of saw about Jewish culture that was something that you know I wasn't some of it I was surprised by maybe some of it I wasn't so um you know I think a lot of times we can stereotype right um like I know most of the, not most, but a lot of people I've heard who are Jewish, they're friends of mine, or who are, um, uh, like Jewish who are friends of mine, or who are, um, uh, you know, people I've seen, like, online talking about. Judaism that are Jewish um I've kind of noticed that you know a lot of times there is this uh sense of you know oh my gosh like family togetherness um this sense of like tradition so the the part that's interesting is like when you see an aspect of religion and then you kind of see like an aspect of like a non-religious life too now I think I could be wrong but I think um, I think the middle school was a Jewish school I don't know if it was a different school and then all the kids like I don't know I don't know if it was like a religious school um like a Jewish school I got the impression it was a Jewish school but it might have been a non-Jewish school and then some of the kids went to Hebrew school um but I don't think that's what it was I think it was actually a Jewish school where there happened to be non-Jewish students going there as well and so that was one thing was like the like you don't see a lot of movies about Jewish schools um you do see movies kind of about like Hebrew school where people go like not even a lot but it's like you know, they're not going to Hebrew school for, like, their main school. Like, it's not a yeshiva. It's, like, basically a Hebrew school where it's, like, a school where students go. It's not, like, your day school. It's, like, an after-school program or, like, a weekend program where the kids go to, kind of, learn about their religion and, like, practice their religion. Like, the boys had yarmulkes on. Um when they were doing the Hebrew school Um, but they didn't wear yarmulkes all the time but then you would see kids around the school wearing yarmulkes so that's why I think maybe it was a Jewish school where they weren't always practicing the religion like directly but they definitely had religious classes and so and you know traditions like they had like a, a, a synagogue in the school um and I just found it interesting so I'm kind of you know I like because I went to a religious school from like third until 10th grade and so you know I was in it um and you know it, um, it mostly went by the religious traditions like we had chapel on Fridays we had to wear chapel clothes on Friday the whole day um because friday was the closest weekday to the sabbath i mean now we could have technically had chapel on monday but i mean it kind of made sense chapel was on friday and then you know like you know public schools aren't gonna have chapel you know what i mean um even non-religious private schools are not gonna have chapel you know what i mean it's like we had chapel uh once a week um, and it's kind of weird that it was called chapel because, like, uh, you know, Adventist churches aren't really referred to as, like, chapels or anything. Everybody just calls it a church. Um, so I don't know why that name came up, but that's what we did in school on Fridays. We had to wear the Friday uniform, which was a little more dressed up. I mean, we wore uniforms, um... I went the first and second year uh, there before we had uniforms and then from then on we started having uniforms um, and so usually our uniforms were like slacks or shorts or you know like girls wore like a skirt or like a jumper um, at, on chapel day and if you were like in ninth or 10th grade you didn't have wear uniforms anymore but you had to wear the dress code so like you can wear like polo shirts with no pictures or like button downs or you know slacks cargo kind of khakis were popular back then um i used to have these like union bay short uh, pants and like i don't think we were allowed to wear shorts maybe we were because with the uniform we were allowed to wear shorts but it had to be like We couldn't wear jeans, we couldn't wear sweats, we couldn't wear, like, warm-ups. It had to be, like, slacks type of material. Um, So, and back then, you know, like, Gap was popular and all that kind of stuff. So you could always find, like, Gap, Old Navy, like, even skate clothes. You could wear dickies, stuff like that. So, like, you could usually find something that you could wear uh, within the dress code that wouldn't be a problem. Um and then yeah we had that dress code we had um we had i'm trying to think yeah so i guess at the at in this movie they didn't really have like a dress code necessarily it didn't seem like um and if they did have a dress code they didn't have like uniforms um so it was kind of like a casual school but it was like religious as well like it did have a religious aspect um and my school I think would have been almost equivalent like we just didn't have the happy-go-lucky kind of fun you know because it's a comedy movie so we had like a lot more serious uh people (laughs) in the school like our teachers weren't like happy singing and stuff but we did have teachers that were like fun like they like they liked they liked art and music and nature and crafts and you know extreme sports and stuff like that like we had a lot of teachers that were pretty wholesome uh so you know we did they kind of like would create activities surrounding kind of their interests and so we were exposed to a lot of like you know, we went to rock and water. It was, like, white water rafting and, like, rock climbing. We went on a mission trip once a year, depending what grade you are in. Um usually had a couple of class trips a year. Um, you know, it was, it was a school, you know? We did school stuff for kids. Um, and I would say it was religious, but it wasn't... Um, I don't know. It was religious, but it wasn't, like, um, hard to kind of, I don't know. I don't feel like the rules were that strict. Like, we had rules that, like, we weren't allowed to have electronics at school. Like, this is back before people had, like, personal laptops and, like, cell phones and stuff. And so, like, nobody was going to be having, like, a cell phone or a smartphone anyways back then. And so we just didn't have them. I think they would tell us, you know, you can't have a disc man, you can't have a Walkman. Um, and I remember I used to play guitar, and sometimes I'd I'd have this little mini amp that I kept in my in my locker. And once they were doing a locker search for some reason, um, I don't know if something came up missing or maybe they were just. I feel like something came up missing, but I can't remember what. And maybe somebody's money or people were saying that money was missing or something like that, and yeah, I think money came up missing, and all kinds of stuff like that, and there were a couple students that would be in the locker room stealing people's stuff, and I guess the teachers found out about it, and they're like, yeah, we've been getting complaints, and so they went and searched the lockers, um, and you know um I think that's what why they were searching them and uh they opened my locker because we had to go out of the classroom one at a time to open our lockers for the teacher and then I opened my locker and it was you know it was clean and he commented he was like oh like it's surprisingly clean because I guess apparently a lot of people had dirty lockers and you know my locker was pretty cleaned up um some people's lockers had like food in them and then there were bugs crawling out to other people's or like you know they had just like paper shoved in there and stuff like mine was just books and then I had like a little I think it was two shelves so I, I think on one shelf I just had the little um mini amp up there that you could just plug into a guitar you can plug a guitar into it and like stick it on the side of your pocket so I had that in there it was like a little honey tone uh, Dan Electro, um, really small amp. Like, uh, they have them smaller now, but it was <clears throat> for back then, it was pretty small. Um, and I had that, and I remember I just, um, yeah, I used it, and you know, the teacher was like, Oh, like, what's is that, like a radio? And I'm like, No, it's an amp. And I kind of just like turned it on like is an amp, you know, for my guitar. Like it wasn't a radio because we weren't supposed to have radios. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, we weren't allowed to have electronics either. No video games, nothing like that. But I never thought much about the amp because I used to play guitar at church. I used to play guitar at school. And for some reason, I just kept that mini amp in there. Like I was at school every day of the week anyways, like I would go. Almost every day of the week and so I could always get in Um, but yeah um, yeah I don't really know Um, with this movie you know it wasn't it wasn't that deep to me it was just kind of interesting kind of seeing you know a different culture from a comedic kind of like perspective Um and not so serious and not so much depth to it, but kind of like representative of of Jewish culture, but in a fun kind of like modern way. Where it's like I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who live this way. Like I feel like a lot of my friends who are Jewish, who went to like Hebrew school and stuff, they kind of talk about the way I kind of picture how their life was, you know, at those schools it seems like it would have been more similar to this like they have a lot of Jewish friends and a lot of Jewish social circle and they're kind of involved at at the temple and stuff but they're not like going every single week maybe or they're not like doing all the prayers all the time every day and like you know they're not studying like Talmud or you know deeply studying like religious texts like all day long and stuff like they're doing other stuff you know they live um they live a life where it's like they practice their traditions learn about their religion but then you know they're not spending every waking minute you know doing religious things uh you know they're out doing other stuff like they have interests they go to parties they go do stuff you know um, they socialize with their friends, they go out to movies, they go do other stuff. They're not just like reading the Bible all day long and in, in groups where they're reading and praying all day long. Like they have other stuff that they're doing. So um, it's kind of interesting to see because I, I feel like lately I've seen like most of this, the content I've seen about Judaism has been, you know, from a very serious perspective. And I'm not saying that that's if it shouldn't be like that or whatever, like, but I'm just saying, like, I've noticed a lot of the more popular stuff that's come out has been, uh, about, like, ultra-religious Jews, um, so it's kind of nice to see something kind of casual, um, and, you know, if that is Adam Sandler's family, that is pretty cool to see that, like, they've got the family involved in the in, in you know acting and stuff too um that's kind of cool to see like a, an entire family um I think the last movie I saw Adam Sandler in was the one where uh Queen Latifah's his wife and he's having like I think he's trying to find like a basketball player um for the team because um he's like a coach or assistant coach or manager of the team or something And uh, I think he's a scout, I guess. And he's supposed to be finding the talent. And there's, like, controversy. But, yeah, it was a really interesting movie. Like, um, I felt like it had a lot of relatable aspects to it. It was approachable. It was kind of kid-friendly. It was a little mature, but not too mature. Like it's it's rated PG thirteen, I would say that's pretty accurate. Um but it's kinda of cool to see. It's kinda of funny. Um where he's like goes to stores and sleeps. Like I remember my dad, you know, when we used to go to like the mall, he used to take us to the mall and um he'd tell me and my brother, Okay, meet me back at Sears, I'll be in the sections with the beds or the chairs or something and like come back in like two hours or whatever and we would go in the mall and just go like walk around look around and he'd be like in the recliners just like napping and I'm like seriously um (laughs) and I guess in this uh in the in the banner for the for the trailer it has him sleeping on like one of those day beds where people sit and like try on try on stuff uh, like a waiting area in the store so there's him sleeping there's the guy in the background sleeping there's like two other men in the background that look like they're kind of dozing dozing off possibly and they're all like waiting for these women who are shopping and like I remember when we used to go shopping as like a family and it was like oh my gosh like it would take so long and I used to hate that but then also my parents would buy stuff so I was like cool like I got some new clothes you know so um but yeah I don't know there is kind of like a there's like a weird nostalgia to it even though I'm not Jewish there's like a weird nostalgia about like when you're with all your all your friends um like me and my friends we all got baptized um I want to say near 12 or so we all got baptized pretty young as a group um it was the Westchester church at this point in time but it doesn't exist anymore um it's like a daycare or something no they turned it into apartments actually so I don't even know how it looks anymore but um Yeah, it's, um, it's, uh, like a lot has really changed and, yeah, that, uh, property was always, it was a pretty big property. It had two tiers, um, with parking on, like, two or three different areas, um, no, oh, had three tiers. It had three tiers. Wow. Um, yeah, because the, the sanctuary was on, like, the top level. Then you'd go down to another level. And there would be a little bit of parking. And then you'd go down to another level. And the kitchen would be down there. And there were just, like, classrooms along the sides. Um, and when they turned it into a... a the preschool they had like you know, play equipment all over the place too. So yeah. Um but yeah, I'm not like so involved with that church like that, but um I've heard that a lot has changed. Um like I was there when our school our our church after that church we used to rent the the school the religious school that I went to we used to rent out the um the gym because that's where we had chapel like for Fridays they would set up um like carpets and all these chairs and there was like a stage and everything and then they would keep that up for Saturday and then after Saturday that would have to be broken down um it would either get broken down Saturday or Sunday, but some of the year they would use the gym for Sunday Sports League for um, uh, what was the Sunday for Sunday Sports League for um, uh, basketball when it was basketball. Um, but yeah, usually the chairs and things were put away. Um, And those chairs lasted a really long time. And, yeah, then we moved and we're sharing a Baptist church. And then there was another church in Redondo that, that got merged. And then a lot of those people moved. The conservative ones, the two conservative ones, they moved to you know make you know more traditional service um, to kind of add members to that more traditional service at another location across town um, all in LA but you know they just people don't really get along when it's like the music isn't their style they don't like the technology that definitely is a thing in the Adventist church that you see and it sounds like from what I've noticed um, in Judaism, it sounds like that's kind of the same thing, where it's like there are the people who like it really old school, who want all these old traditions and want to do all these old things, and then there's the people who are kind of like, oh, I like the updated stuff, I like that, you know, things keep up with the times, and like, like, okay, like we can show a YouTube video in church, or like, you know, play some play like some kind of maybe modern instrumental music in the background Is it, like when they're doing the offering or when it's like greeting time and things like that instead of just like old school um everything old and hymns and like not even using powerpoint and like using the actual hymnal books um but I don't know I used to uh I definitely used to like all that like I was kind of like like it was just a cultural thing like it was something I grew up doing and didn't really care to make it change or, or anything like um especially because I didn't really know like so many other people and I always liked to have a pretty large social circle so because I didn't know that many people Like, I knew some, but not that many outside of that religion. I was kind of, like, more interested in, like, just trying to make things work. But then the more I met other people, the more I was kind of like, okay, like, I'd rather just spend more time hanging out with these people I like, and not so much time hanging out with these kind of church folk that are kind of closed-minded, um... But it was a good experience overall. Like, there's, there, you know, when you're inside of a religion pretty deeply and you grew up in it. You know, I was there since I was like five years old. So, like, I kind of saw a lot of this stuff. And I, I had access to a lot of, you know, you know, people who had bad tempers. People who lied about everything. People who just, you know, had, like, drugs that they may have talked about or been on or you know, that kind of thing, so, um, and I met some people who were kind of, like, extremists, um, there weren't a whole lot of those, though, because there were other places they could go that were more, like, what they needed for themselves, so we didn't really have a whole lot of those extreme types kind of hanging around our environment, because they needed something more uh, strict for them so they would usually go in fellowship with the people who were interested in living a lifestyle like that um so that was one good thing is that they were able to divide out you know by congregation what people's preferences kind of are um for the type of service that suits them and so you know people could find what they liked not not be constantly arguing about things that they don't agree on even though there were still the arguments about things usually it's like if somebody got sick enough of arguing they could go either to a more conservative church or a less conservative church um but i don't know like it, 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 i don't know it could be a lot a lot to deal with but um Yeah, I think I've spoiled the movie. <laughs> but uh I mean, I try to put the note in the notes and in the title that it's a spoiler so that people aren't like accidentally listening to it and then it's like oh shoot, like you just told me the whole movie. But as you guys know, I like watching things and then kind of comparing and contrasting the stuff that I actually notice like in real life or experiences that I've had uh so it's not just like okay I'm gonna recap the movie like okay but you know I I don't know though like I didn't know like I've heard about like bar and bat mitzvah parties about like how they spend a lot of money or how some cultures they can spend a lot of money um and you know it's kind of like the same with like quinceaneras like people can spend a lot of money and now I've also seen people do it low budget like at their house you know so you know quinceaneras and sweet 16s and all that kind of thing um but yeah I I I kind of I don't know I thought it was cool like I thought it was just like cool representation um and yeah like it was yeah it was a good movie like I was kind of looking for something like low-key yesterday and so I was kind of glad to come across that one uh, But I don't really have much more to say about it, so with that, thanks for listening.